0: It's the Geeky Side. This is Will Niggs, the host with the most, and his hostess with the most is Tyra. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing aw- awesomely.
0: Awesomely. I like it.
1: Uh, I don't even know if that's a word.
0: I. It should be.
1: Okay, let's make it a word. It's a I'm word no on the e- Geeky e- Side.
0: I'm no longer an English teacher, so we're, we're good. Uh <laughs> teaching that computer science. Um, Suddenly. Whatever you want to make up. Yes, I'm, I'm very liberal now <laughs> with my choices and punctuation. <laughs>
1: Suddenly, his priorities change.
0: Apostrophe S's for everyone.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I like it.
0: Let's see, there you go.
1: I have no idea what he means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did really it well. is
0: my usual commentary when I say or do things. So.
1: <laughs> I'm really good. I, I was really good at reading comprehension. Aww. But grammar was never my strong suit.
0: It's not many people's <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I love good writing, and, well, it's just hard to come by.
1: Oh, well, that's true. I love a good editor.
0: There you go. See?
1: <laughs> so, Will, do you have yes. geeky news for us today? I
0: do. Um, talk about the Oscars a little bit. Absolutely. Wakanda forever. Um, we have the Black Panther picks up three Oscar ones.
1: Yeah, I was totally, I was not surprised by the ones that won. I. No. I, I thought these were classic. We thought they would get.
0: I like the one, the fact that um, one of the first African-American winners was also for this movie, so that was awesome.
1: Yeah, I think there were two of the awards that were like that.
0: It was it two? Okay. I, I couldn't remember if it was two or three.
1: Ruth Carter's uh, for uh, costume design, Cost- I believe she was, and um, I'm trying to remember the rest – this is what happens when I. I they, also re- had
0: best score. they also had uh, best score. So
1: Yes. They, it was really just awesome what they won for. And honestly, a lot of the movies from Marvel and DC have amazing scores to oh, go gosh,
0: with. Them. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> best, best score ever, <laughs> along with the soundtrack. It's just, um, yeah.
1: Well, that was because we're nostalgic about a lot of those songs.
0: Well, not just that, it's also just that they played them perfectly.
1: No, that is true, and they were inserted at the right moments.
0: Yes, and in most silly moments. The Pina Colada song, you know, as a jailbreak, <laughs> so it's just, it was awesome.
1: <laughs> the Pina Colada song is awesome all on its own, it's but
0: Doesn't I, need much help.
1: I will also say that I loved the outfit Ruth Carter wore to the Academy Awards. Oh, okay. I thought she looked fabulous. Um, just all things about that I thought were wonderful.
0: Well, it, you know, it's it's the Oscars, and we, all, we had the, another piece of the news is that uh, another, Mar- not Marvel, but a Sony film in the Marvelverse is Into the Spider-Verse one for Best Animated Fe- Feature, and it was like, oh, it's a huge deal, and I'm like, really, is it? I mean, I went back and looked at the animated films, and comic book theme type stuff have been winning forever.
1: <laughs> well, that's true, but I mean, for animated short, I mean, for animated long, there was a question of, would it win, or would they go with something safer?
0: Oh yeah, I mean would it, would, the safer choices were there, but honestly, it's—I mean—a lot of people love this movie. So,
1: it, no, absolutely, I've only heard great things about it. I hate to say that I haven't seen it yet, but it's probably one of the next movies I'm going to go see.
0: Well, we gotta catch up on the actual Marvel verse first, so we'll uh, let <laughs> you slide on true this but, a little bit.
1: But this one just I it we did,
0: It's very appealing. It's
1: yeah. very appealing, and actually, one of my students just went to go see it, and he totally uh, wasn't sure about it going in but gave it a total thumbs up on the way out.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, that is the way to look at it.
1: I do think what was surprising at the Oscars was the uh, best picture win.
0: Yeah, yes and no. Um, uh, great talent in the movie. And uh, what can, you see in, with the the, pic, the best pictures out there, a lot of things probably split some votes and let that one win.
1: That I, You're probably absolutely right on that. Because there's so many of them now, it's yeah, it's ridiculous how many Best Picture nominees there are.
0: Well, there, it's back to ten. I mean, it was it was ten in the early days, and went to five for the longest time. Now we're back to ten, and it's just hard to it's hard to keep up with what's even. I I read a great article today about you know it ranked the best pictures of all time from best to worst. I'm going, you really, it, you know, they're like, why did this one win? And how could this one win? Like you know, Gladiator was one of their premier examples. How could Gladiator win the best? I'm like, it was one of my favorite pictures of all time for a long time. I love that movie. I know, so I, I, I hate the I hate the best picture. You know, the, the year that Gandhi beat ET. You know, it's just you're going really, yeah.
1: Um. Okay. <laughs> but it's hard to compare Gandhi and ET.
0: Well, they were. I mean, I'm saying, but they were related. I mean, no, but in quality of pictures, it's not. ET is an amazingly filmed movie, and so is Gandhi. They're both up in the best picture category, and everybody thought ET was it, you know slam dunk, and here comes Gandhi. Just another period piece from the eighties.
1: Interesting. Okay, I mean, I think they're both wonderful movies. I just think it's that's hard. The
0: problem, that's the problem with the term "best picture," though.
1: Right. It's hard. They're not the same type of movie, so it's hard to compare them.
0: That's why, like the Golden Globes, at least it splits it up a little better. The Oscars is yes. what's the best movie this year, and it's never been. You know, it's one time a thriller. A few times comedy, but mostly the great whatever it is, you know, the period piece or the the great it's going to tell you this horrible story or it's going to t- it's just it's, it's it's this it's never very a light film.
1: No, it usually always leans toward drama. And I agree. That's why I like the Golden Globes better, because they separate comedy out. Yep. Because uh, I think comedy is actually harder than drama.
0: It is especially good comedy. Yes. Good comedy is hard to pull off. And, and drama. I mean, if, a lot of times that's just life. You know, it's it's a life story, it's a narrative, something like that. So
1: I totally agree. Well, also connected to the Oscars kind of roping us Geeky back Oscar in there.
0: News, people. Geeky Oscar News. <laughs>
1: Geeky <laughs> Oscar News. We couldn't resist. Was Selma Blair going to yeah. the Vanity Fair after party, looking smashing. Right. And having this really fancy cane that was just right. blinged up. And I just loved seeing her. I thought her gown was beautiful. And then um I think yesterday they just had an interview on Good Morning America with her.
0: yeah, which well, she re- she didn't reveal, but she really it, it I guess is hiding the awareness of her multiple sclerosis. And as an epileptic and who, somebody suffers from other um, mental health issues and and these kind of problems, these physical type issues, I all the awareness in the world all, all can do is help.
1: yeah, and i I think she was so brave because part of what's going on with her MS right now is it's impacting her vocally.
0: Right, and she had the stutter going on, and yeah,
1: and it, it you know, it th- that part was at times kind of painful to watch, but I thought that was the beauty of it as I l- well.
0: I live with it daily. Every time my seizures act up, I develop a severe stutter, and it's a pain and word dysplasia. Good gosh!
1: So, what is word dysplasia?
0: It's where you inter. Spl- inter- intersect words you can get them like you mean, mean to say uh, my wife's name instead of a call my son's name or you know or it's even okay. worse though you start flipping other words around kind of gets yeah
1: I could see how that could not be good
0: especially as a teacher
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes that would be very bad but uh,
0: yeah I call students by the wrong name all the time they're like it's just Nick he's speaking to me it's good
1: <laughs> sort of like when your mom calls you by every yeah. name in the yeah. family
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but one thing that she did say in the interview, which I thought was hilarious and sweet and kind of endearing, was talking about how she now has Michael J. Fox's email.
0: Yes. They're, they're actually buddies now. I like that. <laughs> yes.
1: He's been such a, a, a light. A warrior. Yes. A warrior
0: in this. Yeah, with this Parkinson.
1: He's amazing.
0: Yep. So. Yep. Yep.
1: But at my other piece of social media geekiness has nothing to do with the Oscars at all. Like 180 Be degrees.
0: Sure. Okay, because, you know, I, I have a joke about that, actually. I think it does. So,
1: Well, they're actually – I will say this. There was actually somebody at the Oscars that won that mentioned one of their children and almost forgot the second. <laughs> it was a husband wife
0: May that have won. have led to what you're about to talk about. So,
1: so – uh, well, they're still married, I think. So, no, anyway, know,
0: maybe not, though. I mean, <laughs> but
1: there was this article that came out that I just found from um, – it was on U.S. News, but it's actually – Uh, was originally kind of talked about in the journal of family issues where kids are doing better adjusting to divorce because of texting and social media. I can see that. So the more people communicate, regardless of what medium is used to communicate, the better it is for, for the kids. And I just really want to say my brother-in-law, was he had a set of uh, twins that were like three years old when my sister and him got married. And I applauded him so much because they ended up living in Arkansas, and he really made tremendous attempts to stay in contact with them and talk to them and Skype with them and all these other things and text with them. And it really made a difference. They're super close to their dad, both of them. And I think that's why. And I think this study only goes to prove that there are some good things that we can get out of all these electronic gadgets that we have floating around. Well, I mean, it's
0: just, it's so much the Jetsons, you know, get a little geeky with cartoons. We can see, talk to our loved ones just about anytime we want. And so it just, it just, it it making it easier and take, like you said, take away some of the negativity of the social media. That's always a good thing.
1: I agree. And I totally want to do an episode about the Jetsons and the Flintstones.
0: We could do that. Uh, Cartoon Saturday morning cartoon geekiness. That would be some awesome stuff. There we go. Future episode coming up, folks.
1: Coming since since people are not sending us suggestions.
0: Yep. We're going to keep coming up with our own. And, you know, I know I've got opinionated listeners. Some of you are friends. So. I'm trying to slow my speech down as we go.
1: Oh, don't insult our listeners. We need them.
0: No, no. Guys, no, they're telling me to slow down.
1: Oh. <laughs> you do talk a little fast.
0: I, it's part of my charm. Sure. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up.
1: That's what I'm here for is to, to, right. to, poke the wheel, so to speak.
0: That's right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. There all- comes more letters. <laughs>
1: So so now that we're leaving behind the Oscars yep. and divorce rates.
0: Yes, uh, we're leading is, to divorce rates. So.
1: Possibly, but we're not married. We're safe. That's right. So what is our geeky topic for the
0: week? Well, I thought, and you had thought, we talked about this for yeah. kind of a Marvel review. And not all the Marvel movies. I wanted to start off with some of the good, The I don't want to say good. I want to say some of the early films and the origin stories of the current heroes that we're really following along.
1: I think that's awesome,
0: and so and also kind of talk about how the what the actors were doing before and after. So this will kind of be a little bit of fun.
1: And I have had um, like there, I've had a hard time keeping up, but I've actually seen most of the our origins movies. So we're good. So this is good. I can actually
0: – get you caught up on the rest of them. I
1: know. I just you know what I need? I need like a dedicated weekend where I can yes. just set the playlist.
0: You Just come up here and just stay at the house, <laughs> and yeah, we'll get the kids and just. 10 hours, you know, 30 hours of Marvel movies.
1: That's it. We'll finally, we'll just sleep at some point, eat occasionally. There we
0: go. All over. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, it all starts with, I think, Iron Man. Iron Man.
0: And to say this movie was a surprise, (sighs) was a surprise. It it really, it being as good as it was, and also as well-backed and well-received, it, 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 it's, it's a game changer, and it was a game changer for a lot of reasons. I want to give a few shout outs, though, to a couple of other films that kind of came before it and we kind of forget is Blade, especially in the X-Men series that, you know, while it was set off in a different area, really got that hunger for comic book movies going.
1: You know, I actually agree with you. I loved Blade.
0: Yes, especially the first and even the second one.
1: And they're some of my husband's favorites. so Yep, good movies. Yeah, I know. Absolutely good movies. And, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're on to something there where it kind of started this ball rolling down the hill. and then really
0: good. yep.
1: And walks Robert Downey Jr.
0: Oh, gosh, does he ever. But think about this. This is the movie he's in before. He's in the movie called Charlie Bartlett. I don't know if many people have seen it. Good film, but he doesn't play a major part. He's like the principal of the school. And, yes, he's involved in the movie. Yes, he's involved in the story. But it's not like he, it's starring him. And so, I mean, it's hard to think of movies now that don't start (laughs) when he's in it. I mean, like, it's an ensemble cast. No, it's Robert Downey Jr. movie, and y'all are just all standing around him.
1: That's true in some ways. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of true now, right? The adventure (laughs) films are going, yeah, but when is RDJ getting on screen?
1: (laughs) He is, I mean, there's just something about him in that role. He's addictive.
0: He always has been. He's he's addictive, and um, it's his big rebound because, when I was a kid, he was a big time actor when I was in high school. he was even bigger. he was doing thing, i mean doing getting ready to do you know uh Chaplain and many other big pieces He was about, he, he had just been Oscar nominated and then ka-boom, <laughs> his lifestyle explodes on him
1: yeah, know, and he goes quickly downhill
0: yes, and it was a horrendous ride for a long time, but I am so glad to see him back
1: yeah, I am too, and I think that this role really it was perfect. I mean, it was like kismet.
0: Well, it's so funny is that all the you know you know all the rumors for the long assignments that it was going to be Tom Cruise. It was going to be Tom Cruise. You know, he's going to play this part. It was that, and there was so many other casting news. But when uh, Robert Downey Jr. people reacted, kind of like, well, yeah, this guy looks just like Tony Stark. <laughs> And Doctor Strange, and you know, and, and and so many other characters, but he really did, and he, and really, a playboy who loves the nightlife a little too much,
1: and loves to boogie, yes. and loves
0: the boogie. He is um, perfect for this this role.
1: Yes, he was absolutely positively perfect for it.
0: But he was such a risk they didn't want to pay him, and they pretty much didn't.
1: Well, sometimes you do something because you know it's.
0: Well, they gave him the contract that didn't make any sense. They gave the one that made no sense for him at the time, but he had some vision. They gave him the contract of, "We'll give you some money on the back end," and so he ended up making more money than the star of the show, Terrence Mann, because Terrence signed him for like ten million. Well, this movie gave Robert Downey about twenty because he had he's got a back end deal, and he has, them, he has it he hasn't all the way up into these films. He's making he's like a billionaire wow. because of it. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Well, good for him. And long may he reign.
0: Uh, uh, one more movie? <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> stop,
1: stop. Well, okay, if he stops this, then he needs to go on the road and sing.
0: Oh, there we go. Agreed. Cause, Cause, that dude's from Sherlock movies because I love him That is that too. So,
1: But my like favorite Robert Downey Jr. thing is him singing with Sting.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs>
1: Every now and then I just have to go find the clip and listen to it oh because it's gosh. so amazing. I'll link it in the show notes. i got to go find oh, it. But okay. It was, but it, is, ah, it makes me so happy.
0: People are like, just start seeing it yourself. Come on. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, what's really funny is that we our next lineup, Iron Man leads to Iron Man 2, of course, and then we finally get The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. But it almost takes three years for them to get really on the ground going. With these Marvel films, again, it was not planned out. Like, this is – here, it's a phase one. No, no, this is just this is – we're going to see if this works <laughs> with Iron Man. And then we get The Incredible Hulk, and to me, it's a great film. Great to an overstatement. A really good comic book movie, but the behind-the-scenes drama nearly brings it all down.
1: <laughs> yes, I- I agree with you because that's what I remember about it instead uh, of the movie. and Norton
0: leaving. Yes. being I mean, I hate to say it, but a whiny little, you know, well, that word. So I mean, he really was. He was – and he does this a lot. He has a bad habit, but I love him. I love his work. To me, I don't think he's made a bad movie.
1: Well, and I think part of what makes him difficult to work with, shall we say, is also what makes him amazing on the screen.
0: Yes. He's annoying.
1: He's annoying, <laughs> and he has these really characters that are um, – very deep when you see them. I mean, yes. he was a great Hulk.
0: Yes, he was, was great as Banner. It was he just, was great, oh. and it's such a good story. I mean, he helped write this. I mean, and and a good villain that they don't kill. They don't make the ultimate mistake and kill him. I mean, it's just and it he had multiple levels to their story. I loved it.
1: Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I I think I was I really had to adjust.
0: I did too to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. 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 But you know what? I love Mark Ruffalo now. I think it's a different kind of Hulk and a different kind of banner. I really would have liked to seen um, Norton's take on it, though, especially in the the next Avengers movie, having these personalities to work with.
1: Uh, And I agree with you. I think that I've adjusted now. So I really like him and I don't know that I would like Norton anymore anymore with these characters that we have around him.
0: No, because I don't see him and Tony getting along at all. No. He, two. I mean, uh, Norton's uh, was just such a strong grasp of that character. He he made him such a strong person. And I'm not saying Ruffalo's weak. He's just not flamboyant or extroverted.
1: Yeah, he's subdued. He's very yeah. He's
0: very subdued. Yeah. But when he's angry, it's on. I mean, so
1: it's sort of like I have my alpha side. I have my beta side.
0: Really, really, it is. Especially, know? especially, especially with Ruffalo's performance, definitely.
1: Yeah, and I think that him and uh, Black Widow playing off of each other...
0: Oh, it's beautiful.
1: It's beautiful, and I don't know beautiful. that that would have worked with Ed, with Norton.
0: No, because he's... I hate to say it, he's too good looking. It, it, those two playing off each other would have been... It, it would have been like, of course you're dating this guy.
1: <laughs> okay, I... Okay, I know I like Norton's acting, uh-huh. but I don't actually think he's... I think he's cute. You don't
0: think he's... A tra- you- I, okay, when he had his hair back in his fight club days, he looked better.
1: Okay, I, w- I will definitely agree with you there.
0: But That's it, what I was going for, is that he's considered more of a pretty boy than Ruffalo.
1: I agree with you. And Mark, Ruffalo is more, like, scruffy looking.
0: Okay, does he not remind you of a certain television detective? Yes. Columbo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he is so Columbo. If they ever have to make that movie, they better get Mark Ruffalo.
1: It would be very good at that. I would love a Columbo movie. Oh, uh,
0: there you go. It's, you've heard it here. People were pitching the idea. Columbo, the movie.
1: <laughs> I have a lot of obsession with like 1970s, 1980s. Um, drama, drama series. Yeah. Yeah. Things like Columbo, Macmillan and wife.
0: Oh, Macmillan and wife. I could not stand that one. My dad would watch it too much. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. So <laughs> to our next origin stories, we have Thor. And well, Wow. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh directs. It's a beautiful movie.
1: It's a beautiful movie.
0: And it's a beautiful Chris Hemsworth who my wife adores and Tyra's dying over here.
1: Oh my God, he's awesome. Who cares? Well, he could just stand there.
0: Just stand there and be pretty. But you talk about not having – I'm not saying you didn't have a career, but not being a big name. No. He was. He was in the Star Trek movie for the first two minutes playing a young George Kirk, uh, Kirk's dad. Yes. And you do not recognize him. I he did. He is – you, well, I did too, but you, I'm saying, but if you you would not have not been your first guest there. Sure,
1: he's cute. I knew he, him.
0: Oh yeah, my my wife loves him, but she 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 truly loved him when he was in his original Thor form with his long hair, and but yeah, just this new the new haircut has offended her so much.
1: Oh, I'm okay with it. I I'm short, long doesn't bother me. He's just he's.
0: He's a pretty man. He's
1: not, and I like his humor as Thor.
0: Oh my gosh, I love his I love his humor. Just about everything. I think he's one of the funniest actors out there, and they need to use him more appropriately.
1: I agree with you. I think he's just he plays that kind of this is not my world. Yes, and, and I fish out of
0: the pond very yeah, well. Yeah, fish
1: out of the pond just amazingly, and I liked the play with him. And oh my gosh, I forgot who the female lead was. In and Thor.
0: And Thor, oh, oh with uh, Natalie Portman. Thank you.
1: I was gonna say Natalie, but I was like, Jane. no.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jane. Yeah, him and him and Natalie had some interesting chemistry, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I, well, I, they ran I,
0: her off though; she's gone.
1: <laughs> I know, which is so sad. Yeah. But I, I just, I like the whole concept of it. I liked him. I thought he was, he was really perfect for Thor.
0: He was. I love, I love the first movie. I love the origin story. I love Kenneth Branagh's direction with it. I hate the second one. And I'm one of the few people that do I, that. I enjoy Thor Ragnarok, but it's not my movie. It's not one of my favorites.
1: I, I can see that. Um, I liked it. I agree with you. I like the first one better. But I'm also a Kenneth Branagh fan.
0: Yeah, me too. Like, I mean, huge. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. One yep. day we'll yeah. just do
1: a geeky moment on all of his stuff because he's amazing.
0: He's got He's across the spectrum.
1: He is. He's one of the very few directors that you'll see that...
0: Touches on a little bit of everything.
1: Everything. Like, I was amazed that he was doing a a superhero movie.
0: Right. But he's got the touch. I mean, they should bring him back for some other work.
1: That would be nice. I'd like to. I would. Yes. If you should write that suggestion in.
0: I will. I so, will send that in. Columbo. Branagh, yeah. Columbo that, directed by Kenneth Branagh.
1: <laughs> that's it.
0: It's the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think Thor also really expanded the universe.
0: Yes. Gave it mythology. Gave it t- something a little outside of science.
1: Well, and it also added in that element of fantasy. Yes. And it brought a lot of women to the yard.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, it did
1: <laughs> Iron Man brought some of us, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thor brought maybe the rest. Well, Chris Evans, don't, we can't slack off on Chris Evans. There's a huge Chris Evans contingent out there. They find him to be a very pretty, pretty man.
1: True, but but Thor was before Captain America, right? Right. So I think I think Thor really made a lot of women perk up and go, oh what are these movies? Let's go see them. And I say that as well, a female. I just want to put right, that out there.
0: Right. And also the fact that, I mean, but again, that's Aquaman. We've had that joke going on, you know, it's with true. Jason Samoa. So.
1: He looked uh, awesome at the Oscars, by the way, everybody. Oh, yeah.
0: and that, but that tux. That, that was, was a awesome. It was a trip. No, but again, though, going back though, with, with some of these movies is that you really don't, yes, you have Natalie Portman. and She is beautiful, but they don't play her up as eye candy as much as no. they play her up in Thor.
1: No, I agree with you there. The
0: shirt Absolutely. comes off, hers doesn't. Okay, <laughs> let's just put it there.
1: No, and I like the fact that they didn't. I really yes. thought that really said something. Right. And that she was smart.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, again, I, I'm not saying they should have sexualized her. I'm saying it's interesting to see it reversed and not people complain about that as much. Because, you know, um, certain geeks out there will gripe about anything.
1: Well, that's true. But, I mean, I I liked that a lot. Just like I yep. like Black Widow. I can't wait for her movie anyway.
0: Well, okay, that goes back to Iron Man, and you're talking about adding sex to a film that, you know, had elements of it, but was didn't ever use it to d- get downtrodden the main female, which is, you know, Pepper Potts. Mm-hmm. But the use of Black use of Black Widow in the second Iron Man movie is awesome. I agree. To add that, to get, you know, show the bad boy side of him a little more.
1: Well, and I, I like how they added characters in. I think Hawk came in in Thor,
0: is that right? He did, makes his appearance in Thor, yep.
1: And uh, my husband's a huge Hawk fan, that's his
0: favorite. Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Okay. and uh kill you for not getting that. there there's a divorce people back to social media I know. Woo,
1: sorry <laughs> <laughs> our children our our dogs and cat will have to learn how to communicate with my husband through text oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <God. laughs>
1: but um yeah we'll stay together forever just because of the animals, the animals. <laughs> but uh that was one of his favorite things about thor was that hawkeye was in it
0: yeah. He's even though he's not crazy about the the portrayal of if I remember talking to you him know, correctly.
1: Um, no, I think he likes yeah. it. I'll have Is to it, ask like, him.
0: I'll have to ask him again, because we we had a mix talk about it the other day, so
1: That's true. I can't remember who didn't like it.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Things that make you go, hmm.
0: Things you make so we move on and we go to Captain America, which had Chris Evans with many people going worst casting ever. At first, there was not a kind word out there because he, we knew him as Johnny Storm, kind of knew him as, a, you know, the, the, the punkish kid in many films. And, you know, he's the bad boy, but you just don't like him because he's kind of a punk. And you're just like, I don't like this guy, <laughs> even though I'm supposed to. And he's cast as Captain America. And my gosh, they hit it with the nail on the hammer with that one.
1: Yeah, especially as the the movies rock along, that kind of punky attitude comes out well, the even pl- more.
0: The, the pl- he, he goes from, you know, pu- you know, the punky guy that you just didn't like you know the guy you didn't like in high school that kind of guy to more of this father figure really quick and then he gets back like you said he's starting to pick up that pluckiness that is I'll do what I want I'm Captain America <laughs>
1: right, right like screw you
0: whatever yeah especially especially in the second avengers movie and civil war and the rest of them
1: yeah no i i i definitely agree with that completely and i liked his betrayal of captain america i thought it was he's just Honorable. so you know <laughs> wholesome
0: yes Yep, you, you think he's going to start serving you milk and apple pie at any moment now. I mean it's it's, it's, it's really good. It's also a good homage to World War II and some other things that are going on. It's a good origin story. It doesn't get the credit because, again, it's surpassed by its sequel when uh, Captain America Winter Soldier comes out. Fabulous movie. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those that, again, some of the origin stories get a little underappreciated. I thought it's good when all – we're getting into the one of the fi, – not final phases but the next big phase. And Marvel is to see kind of this not really humble origin that came out swinging.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's true. I think out of which of these would be your favorite origin story?
0: Oh, ooh, ah.
1: (laughs) that hurt him if you didn't understand that.
0: uh, I want to say Iron Man because of just how little expectation I had going into it. But I'm a huge Hulk fan and I like the Incredible Hulk.
1: Awesome. Mine would probably be Thor.
0: Thor is a beautiful movie. It's one of the only 3D movies I've ever enjoyed. When I saw it in 3D and that scene at the beginning where they come underneath the clouds and mm-hmm. you felt like you're going through the clouds, it was beautiful.
1: Yeah, they did some awesome work there. Uh, I just remember seeing it in the theater and it just took like both worlds and put them together and I really love Norse mythology.
0: Yes, so yeah, and I love Thor too, so yeah.
1: There was a good kind of combination there for me.
0: And also, I mean, another I'm going to put out another good thing about Thor is just that it introduced us to a villain that we got to keep around for a while.
1: That yes, and Loki
0: it, was is one of the most complex characters that that Marvel has put out and thank you.
1: Well, and Loki is I mean even in in mythology. In lore, yeah, he's complex, yeah. He's very complex as well. And I think people misunderstand him in mythology and I think they you can also misunderstand him in the movies.
0: Oh, of course.
1: So it fits really well.
0: It's the duality. I mean, again, the one thing Marvel is good at is capturing that duality of man, or or any or any anyone, and just capturing that about us. And that duality, we sometimes there isn't a pure of it either.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, when you're like as a writer, one of the things you learn is that you need to give your your bad guy, your antagonist, you got human. You got to humanize that. You got to humanize them. And I think the best movies do that if they have one dimensional. Uh, Antagonist, you just do not get that richness.
0: I don't, you know, it, it, it's one of those hit and miss, you know what I'm saying? Uh, certain ones like uh, In Cold Blood and some of those that really dehumanize the monster in the movie is the bad, you know, the bad guy's not really a monster, he's a hitman that just doesn't care. Gets to some of that. So those movies come across really well. It's when you try to, I think it's when you try to water it down a little bit much and you make it a character, kind of like a Bond villain.
1: Right. I mean, there's a yeah. time and a place for a Bond villain, and it's oh, there like, is. and it's yeah. called Bond movies.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I, I like elements of it from, you know, other films. You know, this whole I'm taking over the world to save, you know, save humanity kind of thing. I like that little feel every once in a while.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally geek out on the whole take, you know, save humanity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Save it so I can rule with an iron fist. What? Yes. No, I, Iron Man, though, I mean, again, a great movie, not a good bad guy. I mean there for for a while that was one of the Problems Is in all superhero films Is that you had to face the bad guy the good guy With either his opposite Or his clone And in Iron Man You get you know Iron Monger of course in Incredible Hulk you get uh, Oh good gosh my geek uh, Abomination yes and, and Thor You get Loki of course another god and Captain America you get the you know Red Skull which A lot of those characters you know they kind of mirror Each other
1: yeah there's no Difference between them and you get that so much, actually.
0: Yeah, it's a little too much. I mean, you know, rarely does Batman. That's one of the big deals, and I don't like the movie, but Batman v. Superman was here are two people that are totally different going after each other in the ways they have to. So intriguing. Well,
1: you know what this has me thinking about is how so many films, like um, particularly during the 1980s and part of the 90s, the, yeah. in like spy movies, the bad guy was always a Russian
0: Oh, of course, and now yeah. they're always Albanian or some other or some very small country because that way we <laughs> offend the fewest people.
1: <laughs> right, because we do have multi, you know, distribution now. We must. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there for a while in, in, the, in the early aughts, it was the North Koreans. Everybody, yeah. I mean, it went from the Chinese being bad guys because they're buying our movies uh, to the North Koreans being bad guys because well, we don't think they're bad guys, but we just don't like them as much as you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I think, I do think one of the interesting things, and I don't think it was any of these, um, maybe Thor, I'm not positive. Some of the, it's always been tradition that movies were released in the United States first and then released over right. in Europe. And right. that has changed. And some of the oh Marvel gosh, films
0: yeah. Are were the released ones re- there first. Yeah. yes. It, it kind of makes us mad. There are movies, there are heroes, and you, you, you're releasing them there first, really.
1: <laughs> Getting them there first, but it's it's true. And they're making a bigger bulk of their money
0: oh, yeah. over I mean, the, there. Well, the U.S. box office records used to be something, but it's the global box office that we consider now. It, a movie may bomb here, but does so well in China, we get a sequel like Pacific Rim. And yes. I mean, in, in other films like that. So, no, you even see that with the scripts and how they're written—is that it's very open-ended to translation?
1: Hmm. Okay, I could see you'll,
0: that. Yeah, you, you'll see this, and so that way the narratives can change if they need to to fit the culture a little better. You'll you'll see this in certain cuts of, of movies.
1: Okay, I hadn't even noticed. So there.
0: Yeah, it's, well, I mean, you don't get to watch foreign film. <laughs> oh,
1: so that's foreign. true. I'm not a big foreign film girl. I will totally put that out there. And oh, I,
0: shame. I'm
1: I, I totally blame one of my high school teachers that I wouldn't yeah, stop. Yeah. No, what was it? Ron? Ah. Yeah. I sat through that in a theater reading subtitles, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Well, I, I've had good foreign movie experience i love crouching tiger hidden dragon loved it when it came out loved reading the movie as it came out loved it just loved everything about it but there are others i'm just going it doesn't connect i don't feel i don't see the connection that you're trying to get yeah
1: so. no i do re- i saw crouching tiger hidden dragon but i think that was a movie that was very accessible
0: oh and, and just visually stunning
1: yes oh beautiful it was, pretty much
0: it was pretty much an opera
1: the soundtrack is awesome i own the soundtrack and it's awesome
0: yeah, it's, it's awesome
1: so and i think well, all these soundtracks are good too
0: yeah, all the movies. I Again, they, they, they stay away from pop music until My Boy Comes Along with James Gunn and really, really changes how we look at comic books, movies again. I, mean, I think he really does redefine it.
1: I think, and the other thing that I really like about these compared to, let's say, uh, the Batman movies before okay. uh, The Dark Knight yeah, is that they're not as... Uh, one-dimensional. Like I think that's one of the great misconceptions about comic books.
0: It has to be one-dimensional. Marvel has never been one-dimensional. Right. It's always been a gray. It's very much the gray character.
1: Well, and particularly as the comic books got older, that became even more, you know, dimensional. Yes. And this kind of like fall back to childish Good guy versus bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I think these movies do better. And um, I keep hoping they'll help bring DC along.
0: DC keeps late like, to shoot itself in the foot and they just announced their next Aquaman feature is not coming out to 2022. That's striking while the iron's hot.
1: Really? Three years?
0: Three years. I know. Look guys, we're, we're kind of selfish this year, but the way Marvel, Marvel is set up, we get a movie a year pretty much, if not more. Yeah. And so, and then sequels, we don't even realize it's time for a sequel because every movie feels like it's connected.
1: No, yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I think they do an amazing job with their schedule. Um, that's crazy. Why would you? Uh, anyway.
0: Again, wait, wait, Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
1: I'm still waiting. I'm waiting, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, this no, has no, been the no, Marvel no. review. No, no, I'm not closing. I'm just okay. I'm switching and switching here. This has been the Marvel review, and we'll be looking at next <laughs> week, doing other things. While Tyra freaks out that I'm shutting the show down. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Well, the reason I freaked out was I wanted to make sure that we got this right. Um, Ruth Carter, I'm going back to our geeky news about the Oscars. Ruth Carter, who won for Best Costume Design, she was the first African American woman to win in the category. And Hannah Belchler, uh, I'm sorry if I said Hannah's name wrong, won for Best Production Design. And Uh she was not only the first woman of color to win in the category, she was also the first to be nominated. Wow! So I wanted to make sure we got that right because that's, that's important stuff. Yeah, no, it is important stuff. I think the amount of representation and diversity that this year was amazing, and it was also. And I didn't know this: Marvel's first Oscars.
0: Yeah, Marvel's first Oscars. I was shocked.
1: Yep. I would have thought they would have won for special effects or editing or something. But no,
0: yeah. no.
1: So there you have it.
0: And they, well, it, to go back to the Oscar news a bit, I mean we. We're gonna see. I think you're gonna see more representation at these films with this. Mm. I think. I think they're gonna they're gonna up their game, at least up their marketing campaign, because people wouldn't even consider any of these movies before. It's kind of like I don't know, when Empire got its, you know, the other some of the, you know, Star Wars and Empire got their nominations. It was kind of like, oh, that, that's just a nod to fans. And with these, I don't know if it's gonna be a nod anymore. The movies are getting better.
1: They are, and that's a great thing. I mean, because you don't want. I want to have great movies that people will go see that have great things that that they have to say
0: well we'll have to do an oscar review so i'd, I'd like to go back over past and present oscar stuff because i always find it fascinating so i, I think that's a future show and our, in, in our if, if if our listeners want that they have to let us know
1: i know they need to talk to us will
0: Yes, we need some messages. Write us up. Hey, complain. Let us know something. We don't, <laughs> don't like it. Tell me.
1: Well, tell him. Don't tell me. I'm, I'm soft hearted.
0: I'm not. Just tell me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Is that right?
0: That's right. And, they, and uh, also our website, thegeekyside.com. com, right,
1: where you can always catch our episodes when they first load up to Podbean.
0: Yep. And then maybe to everything else on <laughs> Iris' page. <Bates. laughs>
1: yeah, so, So, as a side note, as we're closing out this episode, Podbean just decided to post um, announcements about our podcast on many pages that I manage or or have admin access to, including some that were tremendously inappropriate. (laughs) I'm like, really? On my sister-in-law's wedding consultant page?
0: Next. Hey, at least it was a good review anyone can enjoy, because Jenna was on and she was a delight.
1: Well, when I went and found hers, I also found that for some reason, oh, uh, no. Podcast 3, it was like really weird. It was like totally random. Okay. It was like the one about books also ended up on You're
0: several About writing? Come on now, let's tie it in.
1: <laughs> so um, you won't see any auto-posting podcast auto posting from Podbean anywhere from us.
0: No, Nope. Nope shame shame pod shame shame shame
1: shame shame me i know i preach don't let things auto post
0: <laughs> something bit the teacher i
1: know do as i say not as i do <laughs>
0: right doesn't work for mom and dad tyra doesn't work for you
1: <laughs> whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's been the geeky side folks i'm the host of the most will nix this is my host of the most say bye tara
1: wakanda forever wakanda forever <laughs> Go sing Robert yep. Downey, Jr. I need you to. It hurt me. <laughs>